Now, Dr. 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 Applejaws is not as refreshing as lemonade. I want to thank everybody for listening to the Stories from Lemons podcast. We're excited to have everybody here. Um, this is our second podcast, so we're really excited to get this movement going. And uh, a little bit about Stories from from Lemons. Stories from Lemons kind of came out from the idea that we all kind of go through hard times. We all kind of go through struggles. Sometimes it's just good to hear from people who have been through it. Uh, this podcast is for um, people coming up in the in the business, in our world, or really just from the, the single mom to the CEO and everybody in between, because we've all gone, we all go through struggles. And my hope and desire is that by listening to this, it gives people um, a little bit of extra to go that extra mile to do the right to do the next thing to take the next step. So I'm Dale Whitwer. Uh, I'm your co-host here with Dan Sharp. Dan Sharp is a very successful BGA out in uh, Seattle, Washington. Dan, how are you doing this morning? Good morning, Dale. Thanks for having me on. Uh, super excited about uh, the podcast and just being able to uh, for us to be able to share stories across across the across the area. Dan, let me tell you something. When I when I was first thinking about this podcast, our guest this this morning was actually one of the first people that popped into my mind. Uh, just because I I really respect her and I really I think her story is kind of unique. And uh, you guys, you and her, kind of go way back because she's been in your organization for how many? How long? Three, four years. I was just going over two years. Yeah, going on a third year. Two years. I first met her playing pool at a TKO event when then when she came over with you and and then yes. And she's had quite a quite a, a career since then. Uh, so I want to just introduce, uh, take a minute, introduce Ali Moser. Ali, how are you this morning? Hi, good morning. I'm excited to be hey, here Ali. too. Um, good. Ali is a uh, super successful ADM in uh, Bellingham, Seattle. Yeah, we're up north. <laughs> yeah. Right up north. Yeah, a we're up north, a. So, um, <laughs> not that far north. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Again, I'm super excited to have you on here, Ali, and, and uh, I think it's going to be super beneficial for people. So if you're ready, i got a question I want to shoot at you. Yeah, I just want to say I really appreciate you having me on, and I'm honored that you thought of me um, right away when you had this idea for the podcast. So thank you very much. Of course, of course. So, so tell us a little bit about you. Who's Ali? Um, well, I, I moved uh, to Bellingham about 30 years ago from Kansas, so I am a Kansas girl. Um, I appreciate Kansas, but I love the Pacific Northwest with all my heart. <laughs> so, um, I'm also a, a mom of three boys. Um, they're pretty great. And, uh, so everything I do is revolves, you know, with them in mind, um, to make life better for them. And, uh, I'm just really excited about the future. Um, looking forward with Colonial, has uh, been awesome so far, so... Looking forward to more. Tell us a little bit about um, uh, maybe a little bit prior to Colonial and then your first uh, year or so with Colonial. What was that? What yeah. Okay. Well, I probably started um, a little bit uniquely because I was a previous client or prospect um, of Dan's. Uh, we happened to work in the same building at the same time. Um, I was an HR manager of a company um, for nine years, 
So I was a client of Dan's. He came to my office when I was an HR manager, and um, I he was directed to me to be the one to speak with regarding employee benefits. And at the time, I didn't feel like I had time to speak with him, um, but since he was on the third floor, or the fourth floor, and I was on the third floor, um, I knew that at some point I would have to give him some time, and I'm really glad I did because that really um, set the ball moving forward for me to learn more about Colonial and, you know, make the change in my life to to give it a try when I was decided I was done working at that previous job. So I came from a client standpoint, and uh, when I was done working there, I saw Dan's ad and called him one day and I said, I'd love to talk about this um, position. So with no sales experience, I was really excited to learn more about Colonial and uh, the opportunity there. So as soon as I, you know, heard more um, about the opportunity, I knew that I wanted to give it a shot. Perfect. So uh, let me ask you this question. Um, Was it the, just the idea of something new well, or, or uh, the idea of you know money, uh, limitless cap on your money. Um, what that it's unusual that people want to leave a secure like HR position and come do something like this, right? And in fact, the new part um, was not the most appealing part because you know I don't love change. You know, I do get comfortable where I'm at and um, tend to stay there. That's why I was at that HR position for nine years. But the things Dan talked about were, you know, I knew I could be more in control of my career. And in that HR position, I had no control. You know, I was at the mercy of the owners, of the environment, um, you know. So I didn't, being in control of my career and my income was very appealing to me. Um, in that position, you know, I, I made a decent salary, but I ended up being stuck there for a few years in a row because it wasn't in the budget for anything more. No matter what I did, um, I had no control over that. So, you know, working with Colonial, I, and told me sky's the limit, you know, it's, it's based on your work ethic. And, um, I knew my work ethic. So, I felt like, okay, that sounds great. Um, the other part about the income he mentioned was residual income. And I knew nothing about that. Hadn't heard that term really before because it had never been in my work history. So when he told me residual income and that I could continue making money on accounts that stay on the books um, for years and years, that sounded amazing. And I knew that I wasn't, I'm, I am in my mid-40s, and I'm not set, I mean, at the time, I'm not set up for retirement. You know, I don't have a big fat 401k at that point. So that was important to me. And then the third thing really was um, my boys are in sports, they're athletes, and to have the flexibility to take them to practices and attend their games um, was, was amazing to me where I could be able to do that. That's awesome. Hey, Allie, so a question I have for you is how did you mentally get over the the compensation part of it from transitioning from from hourly, mm-hmm. from, from hourly to 
to the commission side of it. Um, how were you able to mentally overcome that? Um, really, it comes down to just the belief and faith that I had um, that when I met with you, Dan, and you told me about Colonial and all the things about it, it just felt right, and I just felt beyond the shadow of a doubt, beyond the doubt of myself, that I was in the right place, the right company, um, the right group of people, and I just had to put my own insecurities aside as much as I could, and that was not easy, as you know, <laughs> and just muscle through it and just believe that the rest would come, and, um, and it did. And it, you know, wasn't always easy, but uh, it was worth it. And I'm doing much better now, so I don't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> so, Ali, absolutely. Were you, were you hugely successful right out of the gate? No, no, I definitely was not. Um, that would have been nice, but uh, I... The reason I ask that is because there's going to be listeners here that aren't having a lot of success right now and mm -hmm. are losing hard. And things like that, and mm -hmm. so I think it's I think it's valuable and it's important to hear from somebody who uh, is hugely successful um, to say yeah. I wasn't out of the game. Here's what happened. Yeah, Can you talk a little bit about that. Um, yes. So when I started, I you know I knew the system is simple. We have a script. That's simple. That part is not really hard, but it turns out that it is hard for me, someone like me. Um, I lacked confidence. Uh, when I started, I felt like, okay, this is good. I can do this. And then I started to get in my own head and get discouraged about getting rejected and hung up on or, you know, just afraid to pick up the phone again because of the previous call. And uh, my mom is one. She is very successful in sales. And I would call her. Of course, you got to call mom when things aren't going right. And... He would tell me, she's like, I know the phone looks like it weighs 5,000 pounds. It doesn't. Just pick it up. You know, do it anyways. And that really helped me because it's true. That next phone call could have been a very successful one that um, changed everything for the day. So you just got to keep going. Um, and what I learned was the more phone calls you make, each phone call is a training opportunity. You're training yourself to get over your insecurities and deal with the discouragements. Um, and after a while, you get comfortable with the script. You don't sound scripted. You sound natural. You feel natural. So the confidence all falls into place. But I feel like for me, that period of time might have been slower um, than other people. I don't know, but I would have liked to, it to have been this shorter period of time. But in the end... Uh, it doesn't matter because I'm successful today, and that was my learning curve, my journey to get started in sales. So um, people just need to stick with it. Right. It Allie, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's really cool because I got to see the progression of you, you know, and, and where you <laughs> where you started to where you're at, where you're at now. And, you know, in, mm -hmm. in the two, over two and a half years, um, you know, you have a great success story because it wasn't easy. And that's the greatest thing about this is understanding that we all, it all looks great at the end or when we accomplish things, people think you automatically, oh, it's easy for you. 
You know, in reality, right. no, there was a lot of hard work and sacrifice and tears and sweat and all that stuff that came with it <laughs> to get to where you're at. And I got to yeah. see all that and be part of it, which was really awesome. So really, I just I kind of want to talk a little bit about your, your accomplishments through that journey. And so some of the things I, you know, I got to see and witness again in the beginning, it was a struggle for you. Um, we already put you not in a position pretty. really not for you to succeed because of just where you were at, where you were at. Um, and what's great about Colonial and the opportunity here is that there's many different roles. So it's our job to put you in a position to be successful. And we had that opportunity to do that. So you'd have to try different roles, um, outside of, you know, you started as an ADM, then we put you back down into an ASR to, to BC to get you more comfortable. And you had some great success there. What were some of the things that you learned about being a BC that helped you today to be a great ADM? Um, when I was a BC, it gave me uh, the experience just to hear one-on-one with the clients we're actually helping, you know, and really humanize the whole process. You know, it's not just um, about the businesses, but when you sit down one-on-one with employees that are making an hourly wage that are supporting families, um, it really comes together because you hear their stories. You hear what they've been through. Some people will tell you more than you ever wanted to know <laughs> when you're abusing. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> yes, but, um, and then after, let's say I abused some people, I enrolled them in their policies, and a couple months later, you know, one of them or a couple of them had, had needed to put some claims in because of some serious diagnosis or an injury. And when I got those calls or those emails that they needed help, I knew those people personally, you know, a little bit more. Just I sat one-on-one with them and heard their life story. And so it all became more personal to me um, and it really fueled my passion to help people, you know, Prior to that, it may have just seemed like a career that I needed to get off the ground for my kids. But when it came to BCing, you know, it changed everything. And it just gave me more of a bigger picture of our purpose. So it was really valuable to me. And it really filled in the gaps to for my income to help me, you know, keep going while I'm learning other things. Absolutely. And, I, and I'll say that you, you definitely, I think that was a shift for you. And it just really helped you um, when you talked about it made it more personal and personal and, and you, you can relate to a lot of things that were going on. So with that happening, you know, in your first year, there wasn't a whole lot of accomplishments. Again, you're just trying to figure out who you were and where you fit and all the things that, you know, made you to be who you are today, which is really awesome right. to see. And then in your second year, you started to start seeing, you know, a little bit more income, Right. And you already started saying, oh, I'm getting a, I'm getting accomplishments. I'm starting to get some awards. You got the, you know, the premium pay setter awards, um, which was phenomenal, right? And you got, you know, mm-hmm. pre, uh, platinum. You got, uh, you know, many of the other awards. But at the end of the year, you know, the award that we all kind of chase as managers and even in ASRs, you received what you got yesterday, which is awesome to be able to present that to you. But you received the diamond award. And that yeah. is a huge award. And it's big and it's nature anyways, right? It's pretty heavy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's such a great award and accomplishment because it says you are doing the right things, you know, in your role. And that's what you get to celebrate and know that all that hard work that you've been doing, you know, it's paying off. And really love to be able to see that and see you grow 
in that area to say that, you know, I'm doing the right things. Now I get to even grow more here on out. Yeah. But, so congratulations yeah, for, for all your accomplishments. Thank you. Ali, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. You you heard the you heard the same fight or flight. Mm-hmm. Heard, right. So typically what would happen in a situation like this with you is somebody would run into some obstacles right out of the gate or some right. some situations that would cause them to not, not be successful. And one of two things would happen. Either they would grit their teeth and buckle down and fight through it or they would run. So uh-huh. tell me, um, you've got boys, you've got a, a culture of sales in your family, but what uh-huh. what what kept you here? What made you grit your teeth and buckle down and fight through um, uh, to allow you to get to the point in your career where you're at today where you got the diamond award? That is, the, that, that to me, that's the pinnacle award. I love that award. Um, that's a great question. Um, I believe in my first year, I definitely had, you know, I was just like right in that middle of fight or flight many days where, um, (laughs) by myself being fairly new, going out to do corporate jobs, I would, you know, I drive to a place, think I'm going to go walk into places with my car and be afraid to get out of my car, you know, and want to just go back home. Be like, I can't do this. They're going to you know, be irritated with me for walking in as a salesperson. And once again, I would call my mom or Dan and be like, I'm afraid to go in. (laughs) They're not going to like me. And I was always supported, though, you know, and told to do it anyways. What's the worst that can happen? You're not going to die. You're not going to get arrested. It's going to be fine. And so then hearing that enough and knowing the support that I had, um, and just keeping in mind, what's the worst that could happen? The best thing I can have that can happen is I could help somebody. You know, I could help strengthen this business. They could be happy that I came in. You know, something might happen to one of their employees, and if I don't go in, that person's not going to get protection that they might that could have changed everything for them. So I had to just have a shift where there's no more trying to flee from this situation. Just go, just fight, and just do it. It's that simple. So. And now awesome. I don't feel like that anymore, which is the best thing. Um, it's not so scary anymore, you know. And I think having the success that I've had just gives me the confidence to know I am doing the right thing. I'm doing good for people, and I shouldn't be afraid to go in there. And if if it doesn't go well, it's not necessarily because of me. It just may be the wrong time, the wrong person's there. Um, it has nothing to do with me, so... Just got to do it anyways. Very cool. All right, so I kind of want to ask a question that kind of take you back outside of the colonial uh, portion of the back into your personal life, because um, I think it's really important. But how do you think, how do you feel that the events and, and just the things that happen in your life, you, you know, um, how has that changed your perspective, your, percep- your perception of your life today and how you see things? Um, well, I've learned so much about myself that I did not know was going to come with this career. Um, I saw it, you know, a few years ago. I am who I am, and this is just a different job. But um, I have learned more about how I can overcome my own fears. Um, if I lack confidence, that doesn't mean it has. I have to be that way forever. So I've learned you just don't give up. 
and you just keep pushing through it. And, you know, it it takes a little bit of patience to allow it to fall into place. And during that time, you just keep doing the activity, you know. And even in the beginning with reading scripts, and I was terrible at it, if you keep doing it, it comes together and it's not, you're not terrible at it at one point, you know. So, um, yeah, just take a chance on yourself. Just keep going. Um, It'll come together. So my perception is just that believe in myself more than I did before, which is um, kind of a gift that I got out of this career. I didn't know I had it in me. So <laughs> that's pretty exciting. So, uh, Allie, let me ask you this question here. Um, how do you feel like the events that have occurred in your life, whether they're personal at Coral Neal, um, how have they changed the way you view the world? Hmm. the way I view the world. Um, I guess, you know, we're all just people and people need help and people have their own insecurities. Um, you know, when I was feeling a lack of confidence and insecure and I, I had this really terrible habit of comparing myself to other people and little do I know they may just feel just as insecure and lack of confidence and whatever in their life too, but I don't know it. I'm just assuming that they have it all together. So, um, you know, don't don't beat yourself up. You know, you're not, I don't know, just keep uh, striving to be a better person. I don't know if that answered your question, Dale. (laughs) Well, I think uh, here's a a good way of, uh, um, on the question, do you see the world differently now than you did before? Do you see things, do you see more opportunities, do you see other things? Oh, yeah. Do you just see life a little differently than than you have before? Oh, sure. Okay. Um, so my view of the world before, I felt like I was at the mercy of the position I had or, you know, the struggles of being a mother to boys and limited income and, um, you know, I didn't, I couldn't afford much for them. And now that is gone. That, that part of my life is gone. And, you know, I am able to do so much more for them, for my future, um, I feel limitless now, whereas before I felt like I just, you know, couldn't do much. And now I feel like I can do anything, really. If I wanted to take them to Europe next year, I would be able to do it. And Did you go to Europe this ago, year? I went to Europe last year in October. I did. Yeah. That was amazing. And I never thought I would leave the country <laughs> except to go to Canada because it's right there. But um, if I wanted to take a family trip to Europe next year, I would be able to do that. And it would be determined by my work ethic, um, which I already know I can do. So, yeah, the world has just opened up. You know, I bought a motorcycle last year, and that was a dream I had had for, man, since my 30s. So I finally did it, and it was really cool to be able to buy something frivolous that I've always wanted, you know, and that was cool. And now I'm going to upgrade it this year. So, yep. The world is different. Awesome. <laughs> Much more fun. That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah, it was great to see that um, you'd be able to experience life completely different than you did before. And to be able to watch that was yeah. awesome. And how excited you were when you, you got to do those things. You know? It was mm-hmm. really cool. Because I remember the first time that you actually took a trip outside of Bellingham was to the territory office and how nervous you were about that. And you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't even know what I'm going to do. To now you're like, this is just a normal thing for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. I've gotten to know Seattle at 
Unfortunately, so this is a fun question. Yeah, this this is a fun question here. Um, you know, and it's not a trick question, but it's just if, if you could make life fair or unfair, what would you choose and why? Well, fair always sounds nice. You know, everyone seems they want life fair, but I don't think it really allows for any personal growth. You know, life is fair. Everyone could just be complacent, and so the fairness in life—it's a matter of perspective. Mm. A lot of times, unless you're winning at life. You know, it may seem terribly unfair for you. And some people will use that as an excuse to just be complacent even as they're complaining about their life. They'll blame it on, you know, their circumstances. Um, but if you take control of the situation, it doesn't matter if life's fair or unfair. It's up to you. Um, and in the unfairness, that's where you have the opportunity for personal growth and uh, really... You know, it makes the success that much sweeter that you persevered through what may have, at the time felt like life's not fair. Um, but it is what you make it. That's awesome. I guess I'm... Ali, let me ask you this question. What advice would you give to someone who's brand new, either in our business or in business in general, or they're thinking about getting into business? I would say if you believe in, you know, the place you're in, like the position that you obtained or whatever, just don't give up. Um, like any new job, I don't care if you start at McDonald's or Colonial or the gas station, there's still a learning curve. And that can feel discouraging, you know, in the moment. But if you don't give up, you're going to get through that learning curve. Um, in this type of work, we face a lot of rejection, especially in the beginning when we're feeling unsure and you can hear it in our lack of confidence. Um, but if you really, you know, fight through that, uh, and you will hone your skills and gain experience and then you will see less rejection because you sound more confident and you really are. It's not a, not a, a fake thing. You start to really believe and see what you're doing. And so, um, just push through it. And I am so glad I didn't give up when it was hard in the beginning. It's been really, really worth it. Very cool. So, what what would you say you you uh, that you know now? Obviously, through the two and a half years of experience that you've had, and all the things that you've learned, the journey, and all that. What 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 do you know now that you wished you just could have learned a bit earlier in your career, or even in your life? Yeah, um, that would be. I would say just the rejection isn't the worst thing in the world. Um, <laughs> what is worse than that is inaction. So at least with rejection, you gave it a chance and. It could have turned into a possible positive outcome, but if you just don't do anything because you're afraid or maybe your work ethic isn't there. So if you fail to take action, you're guaranteed rejection anyways, but it's your own fault at that point. So inaction is worse than rejection. And I totally that's why with with that. when, when you're new, when you're new, even if you, even if you know you sound terrible on the phone and you're probably going to get rejected and hung up on a whatever, do it anyways, because the more you get of that, the quicker you're going to learn. Um, so just take the action, do the activity, um, get through it as quick as you can. Okay, Allie. Here is the uh, Doris from Lemons podcast uh, pinnacle question. You ready for it? I'm ready. All right. So what do you say to someone who says, I've been dealt a bad hand or I've been given lemons? What do you what do you say to those that person or those type of people? Well, I've definitely known those type of people before, and I always just say life is what you make it. I mean, it 
It's so true. And every day that you wake up and you're alive and you're able to, you know, physically able to do something, you have an opportunity to change your life. It's up to you. Right. So stop complaining, blaming your situation on anyone or anything else, and just make the choice to take control of your life. I love that. That's so good. Complaining's not going to get you anywhere. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. Dan, you got any more thoughts? You know, I I just got to say that this is, uh, you know, it's really great that, We get to hear stories from so many different people, and again, getting to hear Allie's story, and I don't think it really does justice, but at least you get to kind of get an understanding of what the journey that people are going through, and, you know, we all go through it, and it's really great to know that others are going through it and how we can learn from somebody and how can we overcome our our mountains and, and barriers and certain things like that because, you know, that's really what it's about. It's about how we can get from one place to the other, and but don't miss out on the journey because the journey is so great and there's so much there and being able for everybody to tell their stories is going to impact somebody so we really really appreciate you uh telling your story because it does it is very impactful absolutely and i I, thank you i i think after listening to you now for the last uh 32 minutes it's really clear ali that uh, part of your success is just your your outlook, um, just your outlook on life, and um, coupled with your work ethic and your um, willingness to just be be told no um, and keep yeah. going. And uh, man, I'm excited to see where where you where you go in your career and what things are next for you. And you definitely are an inspiration for people coming into the business as well as people who have been in the business for a long, long time. Um, I really appreciate you being on here and, and uh, sharing, you know, just a tad bit of your story with us and, and giving us some words of words of advice and words of wisdom. And, and so we really appreciate it. So Yeah, well, thanks so much said, for having me. Of yeah. course. I, I will, uh, the ironic thing is when we do these podcasts is I know that the people we're talking to are chomping at the bit to go to work. So I will <laughs> let you. Uh, I will let you off here and let you get back to work today. But I really appreciate you being on here. Thank you so much. Um, and I do want to just say that uh, I've never been with a company that has shown so much support. Um, so you know, I owe a lot of success just to, to Dan, to the team, to Colonial. It's been the most supportive inspiring environment that I've ever worked in. And um, I have room for more people up in Bellingham. So if anyone's looking for such an opportunity, uh, please uh, respond to the podcast. And inspire <laughs> people too. You know, we don't have any sponsors. So maybe we need to get some sponsors to even get paid. Um, that was that's amazing. No, you're right. So anyways, thank you very much, Dan. It was awesome to be on here with you today. Um, I'm looking no, good for you for it. these. So um, with that, guys, I think we'll call it a wrap, and uh, we'll talk to both of you soon. All right. Perfect. Thank you. Appreciate it. You guys have a good one. Thank All you. right. Thanks, guys. Yep. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye.